and welcome to episode 20 of Film Reel, uh, in association with NRG Marketing. Hi. Hello. Hello. Here we go. We're back. We are. All it's all three of us. of us now, so yeah, mm-hmm. there's a bit, couple of changes. We have more microphones. Yeah. Woo. So we should probably start, like, say we're going to be here every two weeks. Yeah, the same as um, the other podcasts. I think they said on a couple of them. Um, it's going to be longer episodes, but ev- like Jacob says, every two weeks instead of every week. Yeah. So... Now I've got that out of the way. Yeah, we have. What films are we going to be talking about today? Um, I'm going to be talking about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I am going to be talking about Paranormal Activity. And I'm going to be talking about The Visit by M. Night Shyamalan. And apparently I missed the spooky theme. Well, see, I thought you were both doing The Visit, so I panicked and thought, I haven't seen The Visit, I need a scary film, and just thought of the first, you know, box office, you know, everyone knows about a scary film I could think of, which would happen to be Paranormal Activity. Great, well, let's get... (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Let's get started. So, I'm going to be talking about M. Night Shyamalan's new film, The Visit, which stars Olivia de Jones as Becca, Ed Oxenbold, I'm going to butcher these names. Oh, I do it all the time. Ed Oxenbold as Tyler, uh, Diana Dunnigan... And Peter McRobbie. That's an easy one. That's a nice um, name. So Diana and Peter play the uh, grandparents. So just before I start off, we should probably talk about um, M. Night Shyamalan's track record before uh, this film came out. So uh, he started off by making really, really good films. He had, Such as? He had Unbreakable, which is great. And he also had uh, The Sixth Sense, which is oh, okay. like a really, really good film. And then he brought out The, vi- uh, the Village which is was marketed like as a horror but it was more of a romantic like historical piece which is something like i think if you went to go watch a horror and you saw Mm. that you'd be pretty disappointed yeah um but overall i think it's a pretty it's like not bad film it's just not you know amazing like the others and then there was um lady in the lake which was pretty pretty awful and um (laughs) then then you started to see a bit of a spiral downwards in his uh, movie making so then you had The Happening with Mark Wahlberg as a scientist and um, about the plants taking over and they would make everyone kill themselves. You ever seen that happening? No. Right, so the, all the, all the um, people oh, we'll start this film. all these people like start killing themselves and it's because of the plants. Well, I've never seen any of his stuff apart from The Visit. No, I've never heard of M.M. Shyamalan. Oh no I've heard of him. <laughs> What's his he's name? In, he's in Cards Against Humanities. There's Is a it? card that says M Night Shyamalan. M oh, Night yeah, yeah. Shyamalan. The game, not the not the Netflix series. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan or Shyamalan? No one knows. Shyamalan. Can we just call him Mama Shah? Mama Mama. Mama Shah. Right, so M then made um, the Last Airbender, which was um, uh, which got a lot of hate because not only was it a bad film, but it kind of um, you know when someone like goes, oh, I'm going to pay respects to something and make a really good film out of it. Yeah. And then when they do it, it's terrible. And all the fans yeah. start getting really upset about it. So it was like that. Oh. And then they made, then he made After Earth with Jane Smith and Will Smith. Did you call him Jane Smith? No, Jaden. I thought he said Jane. Jane. Jane Smith. But uh, he made that. And uh, they didn't even like tell anyone that he was directing it. Like when they <laughs> advertised it, his name wasn't on the... Um, credits. On the year credits because they didn't want anyone to know that he was... He was filming it. So obviously... Oh, and he made... Um, and I forgot to mention Signs as well. Signs is really good as well. That has Mel Gibson in, so... Got to take that with a pinch of salt. But um, it, that's a really good film. And then Lady of the Lake came out. But now he's back with... A Vengeance. 
Yeah, he's back. Cool. Now, it's not a perfect film. Like, it's I not... can't decide whether it was a good film. Oh, I haven't or... seen it. I really want to go and watch it. A not so good film? Yeah. Put it like this. Is it something you would happily pay money to go and watch again? Yeah. Yeah. yeah now, it. let me ask another question. Would you happily pay Bogner Cinema money or Cineworld money? Bogner Cinema <laughs> money? I'd say Bogner. Bogner <laughs> Cinema. I'm not sure I'd pay That's I don't, think, I don't think I'd see the visit in IMAX. No. Maybe that can be our rating scale. Yeah. Sit in IMAX, Chichester... And then, and then we're the... not condoning illegally downloading films. No, of course not. We no, never said no. that. No. So I was a bit like, oh, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad when it came out? But then I started seeing reviews and it's got about 6.8 on IMDb. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, what's, uh, what's going on here? So um, the plot itself is pretty, pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So this, her, their mother, um, played by Catherine Haynes, uh, who is in Parks and Recreations, I just want to say. Mm-hmm. That's just, if you want to link it to anything. Um, she hasn't seen her grandparents, well, the children's grandparents. I'm going to keep saying grandparents because <laughs> they just freak me out a lot. She hasn't <laughs> seen her mum and dad um, since she walked out on them about when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, she hasn't had any contact with them. And she really, and then the lawyers have decided that it's only right that they get to see their grandparents at least once. Yeah. And she doesn't want to speak about it. She doesn't want to bring it up. But she does decide to send the kids away for the week to gra- to their grandparents' house to finally spend some time with them. So when they get there, everything seems quite normal and the grandparents are quite lovely. And the horror, and, uh, is, the horror of it is just... It's just awkward. No, no. That's the one. At first, it's a bit like. <laughs> is it? It's a bit. It's like, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's well, that's just, like, I could not imagine the, being sent to random strangers' yeah. houses for the weekend. The that girl films it all and just like yeah. the bit where they meet them and she's like, "This is my granddad," and I was just like, "Oh, yeah." This makes me really uncomfortable. And that was yeah. when I was like, "Is this gonna be rubbish?" Like, I wasn't really <laughs> sure. Like, I wasn't. I was quite. And then around, I'd say it doesn't take that long to get started. So every they the grandparents say at. 9.30 every night they have to lock their rooms and they can't go into they can't go downstairs and the daughter's just like oh well, you know that's just a grandparent rule you know you don't have to worry about that so then she goes out to um get, get some cookies, some cookies. <laughs> she goes downstairs in the middle of the night and uh, she uh she sees some pretty weird stuff um I don't want to. I, I'm not going to give too many examples of what stuff you see but the one the trailer thing right so Right, so the first, like, this is because it's not very scary either, and it's not like, the first thing you see is just the grandma walking around downstairs, throwing up everywhere. Yeah. Just throwing up. And then you start, he then, like, later on in the week, you see the kid starting to crawl out to his granddad, and the granddad doesn't listen to him. And at first you just think, I guess they're, they're just they're just getting old. And uh, throughout it, you've, you realise that they're, they're not as... With it? Yeah, with it as you think. <laughs> but then start things start r- really happening, and you're like, they're definitely not with it. This isn't old, like, old problems. This is just psychotic, like, straight from hell, <laughs> evil. Yeah. And uh, now I was... The one thing I was a bit worried about was... Because every M. Night Shyamalan film really basically has a twist. Ooh. Like, spoiler, but if you, if you haven't seen this film yet, I mean... Really? Like, if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense I by know. now... I haven't seen The Sixth Sense. You haven't Sense. seen The Sixth Sense? I haven't I'm, seen The Sixth Sense. No. I saw the No, vi- right, but you can't shake your head because you have not seen, seen the, the Goonies. Goonies. 
Yeah. We established oh, right. Jacob okay. had not seen the okay. Goonies. We were I haven't seen the Goonies, but okay. But you know the twist of No. Simpsons. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Really? Well, I saw, wait, I saw the Well, there's no point now, is there? So I'm just going to say, don't worry. If you, right, so, right. If you've seen The Sixth Sense, <laughs> then you'll know that there is a twist in the film. And there is a twist in every other one of his films. He used to be really, really good at making twisty films. Twisty films. Twisty films. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really worried that... I was quite like sceptical. I was like, oh, is he going to do a twist? I was like, I kind of hope he doesn't do a twist. Because then it'll be like his first film. He does a twist. And, uh, <laughs> he does a twist. But I think Jess can agree with me. The twist... That happened. I was not expecting we it. We did not at see all. it coming. Really? It just happened. Like just like there was a bit of dialogue between these two people, and then it was just like twist, and you're right. like, oh. I haven't seen it. That... I'm gonna ask you what happens. You're not to say anything. I'm gonna ask you a question. You can nod or shake your head. Okay. Do they all die? Um. No. No. I said don't tell him. Yeah, but no one can have to hear us. They can't see us shaking our heads. That's my point. Oh, that's not a spoiler, though. No, okay. No. I mean, I don't want to spoil it because, like, I'm not going to say if there is maybe death occurring. I'm just going to say. But who? Yeah. Who dies? I think the other good film about this is that it's filmed in a really creepy area. Like, it's really weird. It's like a really out out of the way um, cottage. Right. like, really far out in the snow and it makes you feel really isolated and it looks really quite quite cheery I'd say not cheery it's but a ni- they, you know they're what I mean? in a nice looking homely. house it's very and it homely. just goes absolutely wrong, wrong. all wrong. I've seen of this film is the trailer and the bit that got me was would you please get into the oven to oh. clean it for See, that's me what I was, like, right, that's why I was get worried because right I was like, it's like can you get in the oven for me and I was like this film's going to be terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that happened in the film and when I was watching I was like this film's actually terrifying <laughs> I was like the whole context of it completely changed I've because... never seen a horror film at the cinema have you not? never um, I saw The Babadook in the cinema and that was the first scary film I ever saw in the, in the cinema is it worse? does it make it scarier? What, what, being in the cinema? In yeah the I'd say it's oh. because you can't pause and and I always think about like, oh my god, what if there's someone behind me and they're <laughs> gonna kill me and stuff? And when you're home, you don't really think that. No. I'd say that that in the cinema is terrifying because it's really loud as well. Yeah. So if you're watching one of those really bad horror films where it's just jump scare after jump scare, because mm-hmm. the good thing about this one, it, it isn't. Like, there's only like one jump scare, and it's not even that good of a jump scare. Most of the other it's just because it's really creepy and you feel really on your seat like, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Jump scares are what get out. me. That's yeah. what's scary. If it's just like gore or strange happenings, it doesn't really scare me. Mm. It's more of a, because it's not really a scary film either. It's more just like comedy. Creepy. It's really funny as well. It's yeah. like, it's, it's really weird. It's, um, the genre is horror comedy. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah. And it seems to be that everything that is filmed during the daytime is really funny mm-hmm. and everything filmed at night it's is terrifying. terrifying yeah. And the mix between the two, I came out and I was like, I don't know what I just yeah. watched. <laughs> was that a comedy? Was it a horror film? Yeah. Oh, I was so confused. Got to see because film. the kid actors in it were really good. Yeah. Especially yeah. the brother, because the brother's kind of like, um, oh like God. if something really scary is happening, mm. it doesn't ruin it, but... He kind of makes you kind of. If you were watching, you're like, oh, I'm a bit freaked out. He'll say something to do something, and it, it like calm you down. really calm you down. <laughs> and it was actually really. Fu- he was really good in it. Like he's a rapper. Um, oh, and, and all these raps are so bad. Yeah, brilliant. But 
it's really good. And then, like, there's this bit, this isn't really a spoiler, but, like, there's this bit in the film where he says, oh, whenever I get scared now, I'm going to say, like, famous female artists in the music industry. And there's this bit where he gets really scared. He goes, oh, Katy Perry! <laughs> so it's just him shouting out random celebrities' <laughs> names like the whole film instead of swearing. Brilliant! Fantastic! And not only that, but the, the grandparents are just... Oh, my God, they were so good as well. There's just, there are some really weird scenes in this. Like, it's not like, oh, it's a bit creepy. There no, are some it's, messed up it's scenes. It's full on just, like, some parts of it, I was like, I'm going to throw up. This yeah. is disgusting. It's really I gross. Like, there are some really... Parts of it, I was think like, of, I don't know if I can watch if this. If you think of the negative connotations of all people, like, just, like, if you relate things like, oh, all people just kind of, not scare me, but there's some things, aspects... Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've just taken those... They, and, like, Shaman was like, all right, I'm going to take everything about old people which people find scary and max it up to, like, <laughs> demonic, satanic <Lovely>. levels, <laughs> which is great because it kind of makes it funny as well. But I definitely say, if he makes another film and if he just... Because the difference is this film was, like, quite a low budget Mm -hmm. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be even made he was a bit he didn't work with any big studios Mm. like all the other ones a lot of the time though horror films that are low budget are quite good yeah Yeah, which we'll go on to in your one aren't we a nice transition there yeah yeah. but uh, yeah I'd agree though like Blair Witch Project oh I was going to talk about that today and realise that's the first thing I spoke about ever I I forgot well 20 weeks ago but yeah I haven't seen it. You have not seen Blair Witch? We're watching Blair Witch. What have I seen? Like five, six scary films in my entire life? No, no. But it... Oh. oh, It is the (laughs) horror film. The one. It's quite good. It. I haven't seen it. It's the very first horror film that was ever done on um, a personal camera system. Yeah. Mm. And it it just smashed it. Yeah, it's really good. Fabulous. It's it's like not jump scares either. It's just really creepy. No, it's just... It's what you don't see that scares you. Not yeah, you it's apparently. Um, I've heard it makes people not want to go camping ever again or stuff. Oh, like I've watched seeing on camping. I mean, not in the woods, but you know. I think if we camping went to. In the woods. Yeah, it is. It's weird though. But I'd definitely say go watch the visit. Mm. I'd say go at. Two... I, I will heed your advice. I will give this a pay two pound fifty. <laughs> <laughs> pay two. I say pay two pound fifty price, um, including popcorn and coke, if you want to have a good time. But yeah, go check out the visit. So, um, the film I'm going to be talking about today is another, you know, camcorder horror film, as, you know, my lovely trans- transition. Was. Very nice, very sweet. It's good. Um, and I'm going to be talking about Paranormal Activity. And um, mm. the first one, I thought, was actually kind of good. I like the first I one. I like the first one. Second one, that was okay. That Third was cool. one, that was alright. Anything after that, Anything, just don't bother. Just keep just it so as a trilogy, and then... So, yeah, just... Don't bother with four or five, and I think they're bringing out six, or they might have already brought it out, yeah. I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, one, two, and three, they're good. Um, the way that they've done these films, um, they've put them in a strange order. So Paranormal Activity 1 is actually basically Paranormal Activity 2, yeah. chronologically. Paranormal Activity 2 is pretty much 1, it's yeah. a prequel, yeah. and Paranormal Activity 3 is a prequel to 2, which it's is a technically a prequel to 1. So they're kind of so in really back- goes three, they were released. So, yeah, they watch, were released. so watch them backwards. No, don't watch no, them don't backwards. Watch them oh, okay. the right way. Um, but yeah, it's the way they've done it's quite interesting. But um, the first one um, revolves around basically this young couple in America called um, Katie and uh, Mika. Oh, I love that name so Mika, much. It's a great Mika. name. Um, I like Mika and, um, in that film. They're actually played by Katie Featherston and Mika Sloat. Um, I think that's how you say his last name. I think so. Sloat. 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 Um, so they kept their like their own names. Um, 
which is quite interesting. But I think what the reason they did this was because um, the actors weren't actually given scripts for this film. They were given a plot outline and then told, go for it. Oh, it's like our drama performance. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so um, everything that Shout out to the see, drama department. Sorry. <laughs> everything that you see in this film is completely improvised. Um, besides like the big twist I didn't know that that's point. awesome yeah it is but Blair Witch is the same they did yeah. not have a script yeah I knew that I didn't know I've that I've seen like I think I've seen two of the Paranormal Activity films I've seen the one that's got Toby in it right that's three that's okay three. and then I, I'm not sure if I've seen any of the others I'm not sure if I have or not okay, okay. You've seen, you've just watched, do, well you've seen three you might as well watch them in backwards a little bit now yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah it's about this young couple Katie and Micah um, and they moved to this new home in um Somewhere in America, I can't remember where. And um, Mika's, um, he video camera stuff for a living. That's why he's always got a camera on him. And um, when they move in, they start to like document their new life together. But because they've got this camera all the time, they start sort of capturing weird things that are happening. Um, and that's when they realise, actually, there is some sort of presence in this house. Um, and it is at this point, because Katie and Mike have just gotten, uh, Mika, sorry, have just gotten married. Um, so they're together now, you know. That, that bond you can't break. And it's this point that Katie decides to admit to her new husband, my, uh, Mika, yeah, actually, as a child, I was followed around by a ghost. That's something you kind of say on the first date. Yeah, it's not something you leave to laugh you, Hey, know. baby, I just want to I love you, my you. new husband. I was, I was followed around by an evil spirit as a child. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how, you know, that one goes. But um, it's at this point in their lives that they realise, actually, this thing hasn't left. And it's at this point that it's decided to come back and wreak havoc with their lives, basically. Um, and it is really scary. It's, yeah, that <laughs> it's first one. It's the scariest scary. film ever. It's, uh, it's very... <laughs> it is, it is I watched really... this film with my dad when it came out. It came out in 2009. So That's I was. Old. It is old. I yeah. don't know how old it was yeah. today. It came out in 2009. Um, it was filmed in 2006, so it was released quite a few years afterwards, but it, it was released in 2009. Yeah. Um, so what well, I was I didn't watch it when it first came out I think it was a few years after so I think I was about 13 when I watched this film with my dad and I was terrified it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life ever it's a really creepy film it is really scary um, so like I said everything's done on like a camcorder yeah. um, so the angles that you get are amazing because you don't you just see it from their perspective you don't see it from like you know a cameraman's perspective you just see it exactly what yeah. they see and which is what clever you, what they don't see because it's like a different take on the found footage like yeah. so like all the time they're usually holding them but there's an excuse for it to be in one yeah. singular place the exactly. entire time which that's i like kind of what happens in um the visit as well because it is all yeah, yeah, yeah. they camcorder. just use it so it's like camcorder yeah yeah um but yeah what they do and um, the film starts off quite slowly when they first start realizing there's something going on and they're like oh you know, did you wake up last night? It was a bit cold. Yeah, I did. And you're like, all right, we'll shut the window then. But it keeps sort of escalating and escalating. Yeah, it's to a really the good point, pace, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, because it starts off really slowly and they yeah. put the cameras up at night and they, they don't catch much. And, you know, okay, Katie, the main character, starts sleepwalking. You're like, ah, it's fine. And then, you know, four nights later, she sleepwalks all the way outside and nearly gets hit by, like, a car or something. That's yeah. not actually what happens, but you know what I mean? Like, it could have done. Oh, that um, happened to my stepsister. Really? She's um, slept walked out her house in just her like pajama shorts and top, all the way to the shop on the corner street. And then her mum drove round and found her about like three o'clock in the morning, oh and she gosh. was just outside crying because she didn't know where yeah, she that's was. Spooky. That's spooky. That's scary. like paranormal activity. That is actually paranormal activity right there. That's that's freaky. <laughs> 
Maybe she's just really hungry and she wanna get some eggs or something. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Oh, I'm so Dreaming about hungry. peanuts or something. But then she never did it when she was living with us. Like I don't remember her ever sleepwalking. That's really strange. I've sleptwalked a couple of months Same. ago. I am um, my little sister, I share a room with my little sister, and um, apparently she woke up in the middle of the night because there was this weird bumping sound and I had gotten out of bed and was stood in the middle of the, my, my bedroom staring at the mirror and um, I was like bumping into the, 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 uh, <laughs> the chest of drawers and then I turned round and faced the other way and then I turned round and faced the other way and then I just got back into bed. See, I'd be, this is so happy that I'm a single child. Like, if I woke up <laughs> and I found my brother or sister, like, slamming no, into my sister told like, me that mirrors. she thought I was a zombie and was going to try and hit me around the head with the lava lamp. I mean, what? <laughs> She was really good if she didn't do that. I was, that's why I was like, if I'm ever up, don't hit me. I'm not a zombie. Please, just wait for me to get back into bed. Don't try and kill me with a big sharp object. <laughs> this is why young children shouldn't watch scary films. Anyway, Definitely. right, never mind. Um, yeah, so it's a scary film, as we said. Um, and um, something I think is great about this film is because of the way that it was filmed and the way that it was cast and whatever... Um, they had a budget of around $15,000. That's it. Compare that to some of the big films that have come out, you know, I don't know, in recent years, because this is quite old, but even back then, you know, that is like a fraction of what budgets normally are for films. And um, they they made quite a bit of money. They yeah. uh, they made $107,917,283 million. No. Yeah. yeah. US dollars. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say. 1.7 million. Okay. Basically. Yeah. No, 1.1. 1. 1, yeah, 1.7 1. million. 1.7. Yeah. 1.7 million. Um, which, from a £15,000 budget, that's a pretty good return on a film. Really? Yeah. yeah. You get loads of money back from that. Mm. But Plus, the, um, they'll be getting loads, they get loads more now because it's becoming like a franchise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, something I found, like, when I was researching this film, because that's what we do here, um, was actually the... The two, the two main characters, Katie and Micah, um, the, the the actors and actresses who played them, um, had agreed to do it for five hundred dollars because they thought it wasn't going to do anything. They didn't think it was going to go anywhere. They thought it was going to be, you know, one of those straight to DVD release films. And um, after it did so well, it, they ended up getting so much more, which is that's that's nice cool. though, isn't it? I yeah. think I'd do something like that for five hundred pounds. Yeah, it'd be so much fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the f- it, they filmed this in ten days as well. No way! Really ten film, days. Though, isn't it? Yeah, it is That's good. Crazy. It's, in ten days, they filmed this. I don't know how long it took them to edit and you know put all the special effects and stuff in, but I mean the best thing. What's creepy about this is that it's not many like special effects either. No, like it's all quite practical. Yeah, um, Like the creepiest things are when the like the doors. Yeah, doors slamming around and, and the. Uh, and they do some quite ingenious things that when you're sat there the first time you watch it, you think, "Oh my god, that's such a simple idea." And it's sort of the sort of thing you could do in your own house and that freaks you out about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, there's one point in the film where um, they want to see if anything's coming in oh, and yeah. shut down the door. So they put down talcum powder on their hardwood I floors. That, um, they wake up the next morning and there's, and there's footprints of some sort of big beast in the in the talcum powder leading to the attic. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give anything else away, so I'm not going to tell you what they find in said attic, but they find something and it's... Very, very, very creepy. So yeah, it's a very good film. Yeah. I'd watch. I'd watch the first three. Yeah. Because it's quite. And they, they all, all interlink really, yeah. really, really well. And then the fourth one, Paranormal, Paranormal. the marked ones, no. is like a spin-off, and you don't need to watch that. But um, yeah, it's a really good trilogy. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah.
Um, so I'm going to be talking about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, and this got 8.7 on IMDb. And it came out in 1975, so it's quite like an old film. But it's one of those really big cult films that everyone it is needs to watch. It is one of my favourite films I've of never time. seen it. I'm oh, really having a good day for watching films I think it today, won two Oscars. I think it won Best Film and... But no, it must have been one more for that, but Jack Nicholson won Best Actor for it, I know that much. Yeah. Which is... what well, deserved. We'll come to that later. So, um, as Jacob said, it's got Jack Nicholson in it. Um, just... Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, he's really young as well. And, like, Peter Brocco. I think that's how you say his name. Alonzo Brown. And then it's just got, like, loads and loads of people. I mean, there's a massive cast. Mm. And I can't remember who plays... Oh, yeah, Louise Fletcher plays Nurse Ratchet. And it kind of follows the story of... It's all set in this um, mental institution run by Nurse Ratchet. And she is, like, the head nurse. No one crosses her. She rules with an iron fist. She is terrifying, actually. I was quite scared when I watched the film. (laughs) Um, and when Jack Nicholson comes in, he kind of battles against her and against yeah. the things she's trying to enforce, like all these rules she puts down, and he try and tries to fight against it. And he's called McMurphy, and he's got kind of a criminal past, and he's known for getting quite violent and stuff. And he's been put into this mental institution so they can try and find out whether he really does need some help or whether he is just a violent person who should be in prison. But instead of kind of going along with them, he just completely ruins their like scheme and their plans of what they do. So he does stuff like he breaks everyone out of the hospital, takes a massive load of them into this bus, and they all just drive away and spend the day on a boat fishing <laughs> and stuff, and they all get taken back and... It's it's just it's actually quite like heartwarming as well. Like certain parts yeah. of it, like a few parts I was watching and I was like, oh, it's like made me quite sad. And you re- like you kind of don't know whether he really is um, like mental and like needs yeah. help or whether he's just a con he's artist. just yeah or whether he's just like playing them and like acting like this to like get them help to believe people. yeah and. Because it could be that he's in there just so he doesn't have to be in prison and work. Or he could be in there because he is actually, you know, unstable and stuff. And there's loads of different characters and every single one of them is so different. So you've got um, Chief, who's this big kind of native Indian guy who doesn't say a word. <laughs> and you've got... Um, like That's where that Simpsons rep. Reference comes from. You got it. The one, with, the one with Michael Jackson in it. Who's not actually Michael Jackson. No. That's the one that I was talking there about. Is, there is a reference to this, but if you say it, it will, it will spoil the entire film. <laughs> no, no, I mean, in. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know. Sir, it's your birthday. That one. Happy birthday. That's Happy birthday. Yeah, there's Chief, who doesn't say anything in that episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Carry on, guys. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. I've not. I haven't seen that episode of The Simpsons. Fabulous episode. Um, I have it on DVD if you'd like it. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. <laughs> I think I'll get by without watching it. Um, and kind of towards the end of the film, um, there's a big kind of party scene and he's kind of planning to break out and stuff and they get everyone in and everyone just gets drunk and <laughs> it's all very, like, 
like you realize how close they've all come together and at the end of the film like there's i won't spoil the ending for you or anything you can go away and watch it but you do just it like kind of hits you hard yeah. and but it's a really really good film and it's um based off the book by ken kessie things yeah. that his name yeah the differences because like we were saying what the differences are between the film and the book the difference you'll probably enjoy the book differently to the film because the film kind of looks at uh, Randall's like it's narrated from two different yeah, points in, of view so the, the book, book is from Chief. Chief and the film is kind of from McMurphy's point of yeah. view um, so you kind of with the film I'd say it's more like personal to him and you get kind of a closer view of him whereas in the book it's more of a outsider's view mm. and I think that in the book you're probably less likely to know um, kind of if he's just acting mm. crazy or whether he really is whereas in the film I think like I personally I didn't think he was kind of putting it on um, like maybe he's just slightly but m personally I think that he really was kind of unstable and stuff and it's really ambiguous isn't it, it is like you can't like pinpoint it at all but it was really 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 good it's an amazing mm. film it's an 18 though I think isn't it yeah yeah is it so yeah, yeah I didn't Some realize really, uh, like, why do I, why do I, I thought it's a Christmas film. It is. Oh it's, 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 no, it's revolved around Christmas. There's a Christmas scene in it. Because I've always <laughs> seen, like, you know when you get lists, like, oh, top ten Christmas films of all time. Oh, I swear that's on it. Cookies nest. It probably is. Or am I thinking of something else? Might be. But yeah, I mean, it has, it's got Christmas. It's got some it. Christmassy bits Great for it. the family. Yeah. Hey. Definitely. No. But, like, make sure if you're going to go watch it, like, maybe get some parental permission oh, beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, all of, the, uh, all of these films, you know, are above 12 ratings. So. Yeah, so def if you're going to watch any of the films we've spoken about today, make sure you go and speak to your parents about it first. But yeah, definitely go watch One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest. So because this is like the new edgy, edgy. series two. Wouldn't say it's edgy. World, I'd say it's edgy. edgy series. Well, because there's three of us now. And, and triangles have three edges. Edgy. 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 That's great. That's yeah. And we are also vertexy. There yes. we go. Three vertexes. All right, so... <laughs> Because of this new edge that we have, we're going to start talking, like, kind of, not just talk about films, but we're going to try and catch up with things on TV as well, because, you know, not everyone's just watching films. Everyone's kind of watching TV as well. And Bend in the middle of a triangle, you get diamond. I've never noticed that before. No, seriously, you get a triangle, diamond. Okay, Carla. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. But yes, TV shows. TV? <laughs> yeah. We were just going to go along and just talk okay. about what we've been watching maybe not just on tv but just catching up on things yeah. that we've been personally watching yes. just refer to it super quick so do you want to start us off yeah so um definitely the great british bake off oh, which yeah. i think oh, is one yeah. everyone has been watching it we are all so british we love to watch people stand in a tent in the rain and Baking. just bake cakes and i personally i'm rooting for tamal and because he is amazing um, me and my sister, after the very first episode, each picked a person. Um, hers went out on like the third one, and then she picked someone else because I said that's fine, go ahead. And he went out on the next one, so she's kind of given up now. Um, I am rooting for um, I can't remember her name, but the young girl. Flora, oh, no, no, Carla, no. Oh, no. I didn't realise she'd be really annoying no. until after the first episode. Once I see, I'm voting for Ian, and I started rooting for Ian no. before. See, I knew he got Star Baker three times because I watched him and I was like, Ian's no. pretty cool. You've Ian's chosen cool. the really. pretentious, I'm so good at baking kind of people. No, Ian I've is not, not pretentious. I've gone for Tamal, the down-to-earth person who bases his sandwich on 
like sandwiches and stuff like that. Ian, right, is not pretentious. No, he just speaks Flora. nice and he's just really no, nice. Ian is. I was voting for Ian and Matt. You can tell Ian's I got wanted... that side where he's like, Ian I'm better has. than everyone Ian's else. Snidey. I, like, I, like, I don't like, I like him, Ian. But... Flora, Flora just bugs me. I'm just got she, so. She bugs with me a little bit, actually. We haven't caught up on this week, so when this comes out, we. We're going to watch it tonight yeah. to catch up, and we'll speak about it next time. But you should have probably caught up by now on the Bake Off, so I'm gutted that Matt went out. So was I. Yeah. My mum was, was in love with him, and he's yeah. just gone now. That's That was sad. That was so sad. It's, what was it tonight? What was it? Well, what was it last night? Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to talk I about it. We'll no talk about it next week. But yeah. is there anything else that we're watching at the moment? Um, I'm watching some anime, but... <laughs> I don't think I'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll probably leave that for because we're probably going to have to take ages to talk about <laughs> it because there's 90 episodes of it. So. Okay. I will say what started this Saturday was Doctor Who. Mm. With uh, season nine. Mm. Bear with me here. Mm. I'm a massive Doctor Who fan. Mm. Everyone, everyone will notice about me. Carla's Tumblr is based off of the Doctor. Wait, so. shut up. Carla has Tumblr? Yeah. Carla has Tumblr. Oh, wait, no, I know this, I know this. Yeah, you do know this. I'm not going to tell you what you're talking about, I'm just saying. So we we can both say we're Doctor Who fans. We are indeed. We can both agree that last series, and maybe some of the Matt Smith series, was not as good. Now, see, I stopped after Matt Smith series one. I have not seen any of that. There we go. Okay, so just a quick recap on Doctor Who. series two. Just going to... Gonna, we can talk about this in more detail. I think it was series two. Sorry, I'm not talking about I'm going to go for it super quick, because... We're going to end this and I'm going to have an episode where I can just talk about this for ages if I don't need okay. to pick a film. So season one was amazing. Two was amazing. Three was pretty good. Four was like, oh, what's happening here? Mo- <laughs> um, Russell T. Davis left to do mm. other things. Stephen Moffat came in and was like, hey, I'm going to make this all kind of like rubbish. Edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it rubbish. <laughs> it was. It's not as good. And the first pick, I was really happy when, like, I was sad that Matt Smith left because I thought he was a really good doctor. But I wanted Peter Capaldi because I thought he was really cool. And I liked an older, more like grumpy doctor. I thought that was really clever. But the first season of Peter Capaldi was pretty bad. Like, oh, I don't like him. Wait, has there already been a season out of Peter yeah. Capaldi? Yeah, and <laughs> didn't know this. There were about, I'd say about three, four really good episodes, like uh, up to par with Russell T. Davis's mm. series. I don't like him, and I don't like Clara. Then I don't right like Clara. Don't like Clara. And then this she new episode. She's the doctor. She's not. She's a companion, and she needs to remember it. She does. She does. <laughs> right, I'm glad. All right. So the news is also like. So the new series has started. I thought it was a pretty good start. So it's called The Magician's Apprentice. I'm not going to give too much away. That's a book. Yeah, that's that a film. really good book. I've never read it. But I don't want to give anything away because Carla, you're probably going to. You might want to should watch this because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it yet mm. but let's just say that it starts off with Peter Capaldi saving a like a child who is in who is in this marshland mm. and it, he he's um asking what's his name and he reveals his name and then that kind of starts the whole like it's kind of like the morality of like would you kind of kill Hitler if none of this ha- no because that's an episode of Doctor Who there's what, one kill Hitler yeah, when Rory punches in the face and puts him yeah. in the oh I remember that but it's like, would you kill Hitler to change all of time for this? But you wouldn't know how it would... Who um, comes back as a child? I'm not going to tell you who, but I was really surprised. First thing, first fact, I was surprised that they used this character in an episode one of a Doctor Who series. Was it Hitler? So, second, <laughs> no, because he was already episode one. Keep up with the Doctor Who facts here, Jess. Was it right? Stalin? No, it wasn't Stalin. It's be- If you're a Doctor Who fan, you'll be like, whoa. It wasn't the master, was it? No, because the master's missing now. 
Uh, I this is something I'm going to have to explain. <laughs> so the master is back in Doctor Who. What? But you know in season four where he went into... This is Doctor Who time. So he went into the vortex and like the master went with the time lords. Like he sent himself back. He sacrificed himself. On the, when David Tennant regenerates. The master's in it. Oh, yeah. Which I yeah, watched yeah, yeah, for yeah. the first time he, the other day. Yeah, he regenerates um, and becomes back as a woman. And she's called Missy. Oh. She's great. She's a really good character. She's more like she's qu- bad. Yeah, she's so. close with the Doctor, but in like kind of like um, good like I'm I'm your worst nightmare. But they need to best be nice to each other. Yeah, time. because obviously they grew up together and they were best friends. So she's in it, and she's 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 really good. So I'm not going to spoil too much. I want to see how it plays out because at the moment I'm liking the tone of it and I'm liking how it feels. But I want to see if it carries it on, and I just want Moffat to leave, and Clara's going to go out soon anyway. So anyway, I will talk about the rest of Doctor Who as it progresses on, and mm. see what my final opinion are when it when it's finished. Carla. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, right, there is a new TV show that has just started on Channel Four called. Um, you should probably see like the lead up to it called Hunted. <gasps> is it the one where it was the poster? And it's like, would yes. you yes. leave town or something like yeah. that? I've really wanted to um, watch that. Basically, it, what it is is um, there is. Um, a bunch of different people who have, um, in like p- before it started, told they have applied and they've got through whatever. And what it is is, um, they will get a phone call at some random point in time. We'll see. It's all been filmed now because they're putting it out on the TV. Um, and they have to try and evade capture as if they are um, wanted um, for a month. That is um, amazing. So, yeah, in sort of the first episode, there's been two episodes. The next one's out tonight, which was yesterday because this doesn't go out until the day oh. after. But there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it comes Thursday. Thursday at nine. There we go. Um, so yeah, the first two episodes were awesome. Um, basically, it's sort of like setting up on the people leaving. Um, so um, they it will be, say, um, one or two people together and a camera person. And um, they have to try and evade capture from trained, um, well, manhunters, I suppose. You yeah. know, um, people from the... Um, trained manhunters. <laughs> I didn't know how to explain that, but, you know, like, people from the CIA, profession? the FBI, MI5, you know, like, all the best, the best of the best, and okay. seeing if they can evade That's capture. Cool. So, like, in the first episode, I don't want to give too much away, but there were two people that got caught, like, straight away. It was like, why did you even bother trying? <laughs> yeah, you know, and then there's this one guy who it's like, my God, are you actually a criminal? How are you doing this? It's like, but they all start. They all have um, a bank card given to them before it starts with four hundred and fifty pounds, and that's all they have. Don't use a bank card. No, you can yeah. be traced by. Yes, it. yes, you can indeed. And and they can track phone call. It's the amount of stuff they, they. Did you know that every time you drive down a motorway, they um there's a machine in the cameras that automatically registers your number plate from every car that goes past so there's a massive you know database that just says you know i know what's the date today um 24th of september 2015 jess baylish drove down the motorway there's a database for that with all the information you use and like all the stuff you do that connects to the internet it is so easy for people to make like kind of a like online map of where you're going and what you're doing so it's so easy to be caught if you you use internet or anything um Every phone emits a signal when you're in a certain radius of a beacon and you are always within radius of one beacon. So they can constantly pinpoint you from a phone. Yeah. That's mad. It's crazy. But it's a a really good TV show. I I think I should definitely check that. So 9 o'clock on... Thursdays. On what channel? Channel 4. 
kind of poor. Mm. I went to London yesterday, and um, at Victoria Station, um, I noticed it. And um, what they've done is, because um, obviously, you know, the last place you want to be is a busy train station, isn't it, really, when you're trying to evade capture. And on the floor of Victoria Station, which is the busiest train station in the whole of England, isn't it, yeah. there are big panels on the floor that says, um, you know, are you really wi willing to leave home? Are you really willing to give it all up? That and it's was like, the adverts I kept yeah. seeing on the and train. Yeah, are you from willing London? to eat anything, do anything? And you'll be like walking along, you're like, what? And then you get to the next panel, it just says, Hunted Channel 4. Oh, we're going to have to and watch that. Like, That's awesome. But could you imagine being on the show and walking past that and thinking, you know I'm here? I'd love to be on that. Oh, I I'd think love it to see like if so I could actually fun. do it. Yeah. I reckon I could do it. I don't like the thought of like like rough living, though. Like no, I'm too good. used to my kind of privileges i like my internet too much couldn't live without that it's very good you guys should check that one out so that is just about everything from us here at film reel this week um we will be back uh, not next week the week after same time same place um that place being itunes where you can subscribe or youtube where you can watch um or filmfm.com or twitter where you can listen to what we have to say yeah at, at fcc film reel um that's about everything. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening, Bye. guys. Bye.